Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, what's up? Oh, it's another day. It's actually, I think it's Friday. What's up? It's a good day. Good day, yep. We're uh, coming off of a professional scrum product owner class, so we're, we're a little bit tired. We spent a lot, we actually, a couple days with some awesome students. Mm-hmm. This is a really fun class, Todd. And, uh, yeah. you know, it got us thinking. Some great questions came up. I might have gotten myself involved in a little Twitter conversation. And we thought a cool topic came out of all of it. Um, well, first of all, what this is, Todd and I are professional Scrum trainers with Scrum.org. We do this show daily to help you use Scrum a little bit better each and every day. Uh, like and subscribe so you know when we drop videos, leave your comments, ask your questions in the comments. Comments turn into videos. It's like magic. <laughs> All right. Yep. The question, why do organizations fail with Scrum? So recently there was a massive blog post from a very visible person, and they talked about a very how a very visible product was developed using Scrum and it, you know, all sorts of problems. It lost in the market. And uh, it was pretty down on Scrum. And these these posts bother me because I read them and I'm like, no, that's not Scrum. That's not Scrum at all. And and I thought, you know what? Instead of just arguing, let's just talk about it, Todd. Why do organizations struggle with, fail with, find no joy with hmm. Scrum? What do you think? Well, I've got a lot of thoughts on this. Um, so I really, uh, as the saying goes, Scrum is easy to understand and hard to implement. Um, I would say the number one contributing factor, and we talk about this all the time, number one contributing factor for organizations failing with Scrum is that uh, they get insight into something that needs to change and they don't change it, right? Uh, they fail to adapt. And that could be failing to adapt your processes, could be failing to adapt your practices, that could be failing to adapt your product, right? There's uh, Or all of them. So I, I, I think the number one reasons that organizations fail with Scrum is because they get put something and shown something that needs fixed and they don't fix it from one of those perspectives. Yeah, I, I just, I think uh, you're 100% right here. It's a failure to adapt. They want to put the new wine in an old bottle. 
Hmm. Right. And nothing's really different. The old bottle, you know, pollutes the new wine and it starts tasting like the old stuff. And suddenly they're up to why didn't anything change? Well, you don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Right. That that's why organizations fail with scrum, because they don't actually address the organization. They think that putting people in fancy pods and hire, you know, scrum master. OK, project managers, you're now scrum masters. And that's that's a transformation these days. And it just doesn't work. Um, I have a lot of sympathy here for people that that are frustrated on the other side of this. You know, something that we hear quite a lot is, you know, you scrum people, you keep telling us that we're just not, you know, holding the phone right or we're just not doing it. You know, you're not doing it right or, or that's just bad scrum. That's not real scrum. I get it. But you know what? Sometimes people are just doing really weird stuff and it isn't scrum. Mm-hmm. And what leads me to this, Todd, is, you know, today we're teaching a class and part of our classes. We take a very deep dive into the framework. We want people to understand the purpose of the events. We want people to understand the accountabilities, the artifacts. How many times did we hear today in class, wow, I took a class years ago and that's not how we how it was taught. Yeah. Or, wow, this is totally different than the way we're doing it. Or wow, I can't believe the Scrum Guide says that because we've never done that. How many times do we hear that? Yeah, and I think that goes to one of our... Um... One of our MOs, really, when we when we go into an organization and speak with them or work with them, is um, is I'm like tearing stuff out. You don't yeah. need story points. You don't need to write perfect user stories. You don't need to use burn down charts. You don't need release burn up charts. You don't need this. You don't need this. Let's, Why is there a poster the of chickens right? and pigs on your <laughs> right. wall? Tear yeah. it down. That yeah is- and. And we say that all the time, you know, um, I've heard you say this on countless occasions. You know what? Like, let's start by talking about what it means to be done. Yeah. Right. Like what? Like, let's start somewhere. And you don't have to have scrum perfect. You're this is another debate that we could have sometime. Can you have a perfect implementation of scrum? No, no. If your implementation is, over. is perfect, yeah. Did you become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Want to do karate in the garage? Yes. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's uh, it's it, it, that's uh, that's kind of the antithesis of it. Like if yeah. if if you have perfect Scrum, then you're not adapting. Product development is messy. It's yep. hard, right? Software development. If that's the industry you're in, that's the industry that I love, right? It's hard to build software. It's hard to code software. It's hard to adapt your architecture. It's hard to do all these things, right? Um, so it's hard to have a perfect piece of software. So if you don't have a perfect product, how can you have a perfect process? It's just impossible, right? So well, simplify. It's equally impossible when you try to turn the scrum guide into some legal document. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, part of this person's argument in their post was, you know, we could only ship every two weeks because of scrum. Hmm. Where does it say that? Yeah. If you get something done two days into a sprint and want to ship it, ship it. Yeah, like there's 100%. no there's no governor, there's no limiter, there's no rule there. If you're not shipping as soon as responsibly possible, you're making bad decisions, not the framework. Yeah, right. Yeah, and take my Scrum Master hat off, put my product owner hat on. I want stuff shipped as soon as possible because those are my hypotheses. Yeah. And I want to know if my hypothesis is right. I need to get data on it. I want to ship it. I want it in my customer's hands. There is nothing in Scrum that says you can't use continuous delivery. In fact, yeah. it's 2021. If you're not using continuous delivery, um, really should look at your, your architecture and infrastructure and enable that ability, right? 
You know, I, I mean, I don't want this to be like some sort of horrible, shameless plug, but I mean, this is why we wrote our book. Mm -hmm. We wrote mm -hmm. Fixing Your Scrum, Practical Solutions to Common Scrum Problems to raise awareness of the weird things people are doing with the framework and giving them a clean path to work towards correcting it. We don't give you the silver, silver bullet. We don't give you a best practice because every place is different, but we give ideas and experiments to run to get away from these odd ideas and practices. And I wish more people would read the book. I know it's not, look, you don't get rich off of, off of selling books, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so it's not because we want to get wealthy. It's because this book could actually help uh, get rid of the, a lot of the weirdness that we see in the scrum world. But man, these kind of debates, it's like, you know, when people are like, well, Scrum says I have to use this story format. No, that's a bad trainer who told you that. That's mm. not that's not in the guide. Or a bad that's, coach. Or yeah. a bad coach or an agile coach who's never who who knows something else really well, but not Scrum. I mean, there's there's all sorts of reasons. But look, strip it down to the basics. Read the Scrum guide. Figure out what done means. Iterate towards getting better at releasing and getting to done. And, and let the framework kind of come alongside you as you do that. Right. Let, let's get let's actually fix this. I mean, I, I know that, you know, we were hoping the book would do it and I have high hopes that it eventually will. But everybody That's also why we're doing this. Right. Yeah. These these, yeah. these shows every day. We're not getting rich off of YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what people think, what what YouTube partners get, but we're not getting super wealthy. Yeah. No we Lambo, just... no Lambo in this driveway, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, the, Rip, the Ripley's are not driving Porsches. Yeah. But what we are doing, I am going to I am going to uh, Jedi school, though. Very nice. But what we really want to do with this show, with the book, uh, with the free workshops, even with our scrum.org courses, we're trying to help teams deliver better. Mm -hmm. and, and we're trying to dispel a lot of these myths and nonsense and and misconceptions. And so we hope you're here for that purpose. We hope that we're being we're helping in that regard. Let us know in the comments. Are we hitting yeah. that mission? You know, and and if not, how can we help you better? And if so, what are some future questions we can answer that continue this mission forward? Love it. It's that uh, time. Time to end it. Happy Before Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. End on a high note. We're so glad you're here, and thanks for joining us. Like and subscribe. Share with your friends. Todd, we get to ten thousand. The merch shows up. We're on our way. We are on our five thousand one hundred and sixty-nine at the moment. Keep it going, everybody. All right, check out the socials, Twitter and LinkedIn. Twitter definitely recently is where we're pretty active. Um, like I said before, Instagram, we're just too old. We don't get it. Someone help us out. Leave us a comment on what we could do on Instagram. Uh, like and subscribe so you know when we drop a new video. We've got a lot of cool shows coming up, fixing your Kanban, fixing your Agile coaching, fixing your Agile metrics. I think, I think some EBM shows are in the works. So evidence-based management, lots of great stuff coming. Like and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. Check out the videos below. They just popped up. The YouTube algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Look, what we want for you is the best. We want you to deliver. We want you to get to done. We want you to do it in a way that's joyful. And so we hope you're taking these videos, you're taking them back to the team, and you're helping them do just a little bit better each and every day. We'll see you next week, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you. Todd, myself, and Will Seeley have put together an evidence-based leadership course. Now, this one's really exciting for us. As you all know, Todd and I and Will, we're all huge on evidence-based management. We think it is the next big innovation in the Agile space. But what we've noticed is the application at multiple levels has been troubling. 
at least for certain organizations. And what we want to do is make it simpler. And so evidence-based leadership is the course to come to if you want to get immersed into data-driven decision-making, the ability to actually validate that value is being delivered, to look at your ability to innovate and to deliver to the marketplace, and to actually identify and act on opportunities in the market that you may not know about. And say closing that satisfaction gap with your customers, finding new channels, and using data to drive those decisions rather than guesses, hunches, and conjecture. And so we want you to join this course. We've got multiple offerings coming up this year. The link is simple. It's agileforhumans.com slash EBL course. Jump in there. Use the code agile4humans, the number four, and you can take uh, 15% off the price of the class. So not only is it a new offering that we've discounted already, go ahead and take another 15% off because you're a valued listener. We can't wait to see you there.